Welcometh, mine own nerd brethren, tis I, Jay, and with me, mine own stalwart companion, Sir Christopher, and my other stalwart companion, Sir Rando. Upon this present day, we art broadcasting to thee from the fabled halls of Asgard. Whoever so heareth this podcast, if they be worthy, shalt possess the power of Thor. Verily I jest, but prepareth to have thy mind blown, thy senses assaulted, and thy loins enraged by the most wondrous power of the Just Us Nerds podcast. Dude, you feeling all right? Excelsior! <laughs> In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Aw, yeah. All right. Um, another great episode of Just Us Nerds Podcast with the trifecta. We've got my brother Lando, we got Chris, and of course, yours truly, Jay. Here we go. Here and here we go. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. I, I invoked uh, Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. yeah. He, like snort some Oxycontin. Uh, off the, oh, uh, how <laughs> dare you, sir. We could be the Triforce. Like, we could be the, Ooh, we could be the Triforce. Like I like that. I like that. Okay, so. I like the Trinity. Uh, you get to be Wonder Woman, Jay. Ah, all right. I'll you take be that. Superman or Batman? I guess I'm more of a Superman. All right. I'm Batman. I'm, and I guess I'm Wonder Woman. Okay. Batman should be blonde. He gets his power from the sun. You got the move. You got the boobs. I, I, do, I do, yes. You got the nice ones. Um, okay. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll all try to forget that uncomfortable moment and, and, and move on. <laughs> the Trinity um, has spoken. <laughs> the Trinity has spoken. Um, so in what you read this week, we'll talk about a little a bit of comic book news. Uh, this might be a little old by the time this hits, but uh, heck, it's new to us. So let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Justice League gets three new members in the comic book, sort of. Kinda, yeah, I was gonna say kinda. Kinda, sorta, because one of them is Superman, but it's just not the new Fifty Two Superman. It's this the, is Beardo Superman. It's Beardo. Well, he's not Beardo anymore because he's shaved. He's he shaved. So he's he's pre Fifty Two Superman. Is is that's new member right, right. number one, and then the two other new members are Green Lanterns, Simon Boz and Jessica Cruz. Chris, do you have an opinion about this? What's two more lanterns? Now there's like six in the Justice League. Right? And like, there's a whole bunch from Earth. Like, it used you to be... You that? There be, was supposed to be one per Earth. Like, and now we've got, uh, we've got Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. We've got Kyle Reiner. We've got... Um, John Stewart. John Stewart. We've got... Uh, uh, dick one. The one that's the uh, dick. Uh, <laughs> um, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. Now we have Baz, and now we have Cruz. So we got six... Green Lanterns. You know, there, there was a time where being a Green Lantern was meant like, it, it, it meant something. You now it's just, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I just became a Green Lantern. I gotta go. Hey, you know. But you know, what's what's the quote from the Invincibles? Uh, when everybody is incredible. Oh, the incredible. When everybody's incredible, no, or that's it. No one it. is. When everybody has superpowers, Powers. no one is, nobody has superpowers. Yeah. yeah. When every, no, when everybody's incredible, nobody's incredible. Nobody's incredible. And that's exactly what's going on with that. So we just got, you know, you throw a dead cat in the DC universe, you're going to hit a Green Lantern. This is kind you're, of like. Or you're going to hit a colonel. Or you're going to hit a colonel. <laughs> I'll I'll say, say, say. Or, or, wait a minute, hang on. If you're in the Marvel universe, it, Yo, you're going to No, a Hydra agent. Oh, <laughs> Because everybody's a Hydra agent in Marvel. Hey, Hydra. <laughs> hey, Hydra. So even like, the cat that you threw. Even the cat that you threw was probably a Hydra agent. Uh, so All right. yeah, a little little weird. Yeah, it's, um, it's cool. Okay, so uh, that that was that was what I wanted to talk about in comic book news. I'm not sure quite what I was thinking with that. Could have could have gone a little more uh, uh, elsewhere. But anyway. Um, in what you read this week, we're going to be talking about Amazing Spider-Man. So oh, okay. You, you and I have been, you know, it's interesting. Ever since we attended Spider-Verse Day, yes. it, it has reignited my excitement well, for that character. And what's fun for me is I've never really been a Spider-Man fan. Like mm. I told you, my interest started with the crappy 70s live-action Spider-Man show. Right, And right, that was right. because I was like, hey, look, there's a guy who goes on walls and wraps people up in rope. You know, I didn't know what the hell it was. Right, right, right. But this, but I'll tell you, this series, normally I kind of like, okay, I, there are some comic books where I'm like, okay, I need to read this so that way I can say, 
yeah, I've read this, I know this storyline. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you kind of just push through it. These I found actually fun. These were interesting to me. I, I like this storyline. I was like, oh, well, that's really interesting. That's kind of cool. So well, for for Rando and for those people listening that maybe aren't following what's going on in Spider-Man, let me let me give you kind of the, the breakdown. So we Sp- kind of did it in the last episode. Yeah, we, we did. So you can you can either skip forward, you know, you can skip ahead or just listen to just me explain listen. it again. Shut up. Yeah, just just listen. Anyway. It'll be it'll be entertaining fun. Um <laughs> It'll be fun. You are you are really the bad cop to my good cop. Do you, you realize that? You're like, just shut up and listen. Just shut up and listen. I'm with the kid in the back of the car just like, you know, you why are, are they fighting? He's the kid from Dick Tracy. You're the one, when do we eat? When do we eat? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so Spider-Man has gone global. Traditionally, he's been a character that's been in New York City. He's, he's been poor. He's been... Um, He's been poor, but more so than that, he's, he's got he's, a hot aunt. He's been, so, he's been that's that's a little more of a new development, ah, but shit. but he's been more kind of within one area. He's kind of he's like a beat cop, mm-hmm. sort of. It's like New York is his is his beat. Except Hell's Kitchen, you stay the fuck out of there. That's right. That's Daredevil territory, son. Anyway, um, but now uh, you know, Spider Man has gone global. So he he has his own company, Parker Industries, and he. What I like about this story is that it's kind of taking the the philosophy of with great power there must also come great responsibility, and now applying this in a global sense. So you have this. He's char- like the light version of Tony Stark. He, you know, it's really hard not to make that comparison. The the book is really going out of its way to try to address that and kind of get out in front of it. But exactly. it, it's just really hard not to you know not not to see that not to make that comparison because he basically he is Tony Stark. He has this. It's it's multinational company. I want to know where the money came from. Yeah, they don't explain that. They well, I mean, I think they allude to it in that his company was just very successful. This is some of actually you weren't reading. I don't know if you were reading Spider Man back when Doctor Octopus yeah. was kind of in in his consciousness during so during that time. So there was there was a time period where Spider Man um, and Doc uh, Ock. They, they both touched this crystal skull, and all of a sudden their work, their minds changed. It was like Freaky Friday. No, that's not exactly no, what happened. No, it was like, uh, oh, what was that movie with Big. Fred Savage? Big. No, Fred Savage and uh, uh, Judge Reinhold. Oh, uh, Trading, Trading Places. places. Trading. No. No, that's that's a... Ver- vice versa. Vice versa. Vice there versa. it is. Okay. They touched the evil skull in their fucking... That's shit. really weird how we got the same wrong movie at the same time. That's kind of, that's a little bizarre. <laughs> we knew where we were going. We knew where we, we were anyway. get there eventually. So... Uh, what what happened in kind of a diabolical scheme? Uh, Doctor Octopus managed to swap minds with Peter Parker. So Doctor Octopus was dying. He put his mind in Peter Parker's body. Put Peter Parker's body in his uh, in in Doctor Octopus's body. No, you put a lot of bodies. Peter basically they switch minds. They they switch minds. His Doctor Octopus's body ends up dying. Uh, so Peter Parker's consciousness dies with it, and so Dr. Octopus is now in the body of Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man. So we had a long series of events called the Superior Spider-Man, where you basically had Dr. Octopus running around in Spider-Man's body trying to prove that he could be an even better Spider-Man than Spider-Man. Now, here's my question. Did he do the old where he rips the mask off and looks and he goes, did he know who Peter Parker was? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, no, no. Uh, well, I think at the moment that they did the 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 mind swap, yes, yes, he knew. Because there's was. an episode in uh, Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. where Lex Luthor and the Flash switch places. Yeah, and yeah, he looks yeah. and he goes, "Now I will know who the Flash is." And he lifts up his mask and he looks and he goes, "I have no idea <laughs> who this is." Who the fuck is this? So that's kind of what I was kind of hoping for. He lifts it up. He goes, "What the hell?" Right. Um. I don't think they had a moment like that. That that would have been pretty good. So one of the ways in which uh, Dr. Octopus was kind of seeking to, or I'll call him Otto, Otto was trying to improve upon Spider-Man, was that he was saying, it's ridiculous, this kid has all of the smarts, but he never did anything with it. He didn't go back. So he actually... He invested in Google. So he actually goes back to school and gets Pe- gets his doctorate. Because he... So Peter... Peter... Uh, Otto... Uh, Gets a doctorate. So he's Doctor Spider Man. So he's Doctor Spider Man. But it's it doesn't make I don't so he was doing it for outward appearance. Is your mind blown yet? But, but he's already he as in being the person who's like basically Otto Otto Otto. He, he is 
and he, he is he has his body now, right? Correct. So he is already a doctor. So Correct. He's get another yeah, doctor. but his license doesn't say doctor. Right. So he's just getting it just because for ego's sake. Yeah, for uh, for ego's sake. Dr. And yeah, yeah, he could not tolerate the fact that he was going to live out the rest of his days. It wasn't enough that okay, he was he was, super, he was strong. super strong and no no agility no. and spidey sense. And you get and to choose between Mary Jane and Black Cat. No, that wasn't enough for him. He needed to have the Dr. in front of his name as well. So. Uh, so in I would love to hear. That's Dr. Spider-Man. That's Dr. Spider-Man. I did not go to uh, four years of evil Spider-Man school to be called Mr. Thank you very much. <laughs> so in the in the process of, of him being Spider-Man, Otto does all of these things that actually do kind of improve upon... He does upon, good things, yeah. He, he, Is he really a bad person? Well, that's that was that's what was interesting whole... about the Superior Spider-Man run. Well, in, in becoming, in kind of in switching places with Peter, he learns to kind of take, he, he does the sort of figurative walk a mile in another man's shoes and understands kind of what it means to, to be a, a He knows a hero. what it's like. He, he knows what, what it's, it's like. like. So now flash forward now to, to where we are in the, in the state of Spider-Man. Some of the uh, consequences of that now are Peter Parker has his own company. He has a doctorate. And so now he has he has Parker Industries. So uh, in these issues, which we're we're going to be talking about, is issues one through eight. Uh, which so by the, how does Peter get back in the consciousness? I didn't read that part. Okay. Um, well, it, it was it was interesting that it was sort of that his consciousness never was it Mephisto? Really, no, it wasn't Mephisto. No, oh, you're trying. Yeah, nice try. Nice try trying to trying to bait me there, sir. But you're I'm not going to take the bait. Um, no, it was that. Um, Peter's consciousness was always there, kind of within the... the, oh, the it was always deep down inside. It was always deep down inside. And there was an interesting series of events where his consciousness has to actually literally fight its way to the to the forefront. Kind of like there's a little Godzilla in all of this? It's kind of like there's a little Godzilla you know inside all of us. It's the nutty professor. Jason, I, I can't hold Buddy long enough. He's deep down inside me. Buddy Love is trying to break free. Yeah, that's exactly what that's it was. It. Um, so see, that's how I helped. So, so that's <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, so yeah, that. Um, so now Peter Parker is, is back. He is. Uh, uh, by the way, I should mention uh, the artist, the writers and artists for this. It's written by the very talented Dan Slott. Uh, covers are done by the extremely the amazing, the amazing, spectacular, fantastic Alex Ross. Mm. Uh, and the uh, art. Okay. How you're referring this is must have been. I literally system. almost just Hulk rage and flipped this table. I, that's you, exactly why I said that. You bastard! Oh. You bastard! Um, and the uh, in the inside artwork is done by two artists. Uh, the first couple issues are done by Giuseppe uh, Car oh, Carmicoli. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the the second artist Matteo Bufangni. Uh, using a lot of Italian wow, that artists. that one you got good. I got that one good. I just, well, you know, uh, Giuseppe Camicoli kind of helped me warm up, mm. I guess. Um, so, uh, sorry and they each, for butchering your name, guys. Yeah, sorry about that. They, they each retail for about three ninety nine, um, And so the, these stories uh, address two major plot lines. The first one is Spider-Man facing off a terrorist uh, against a terrorist group called the Zodiac. I love this, actually. It's kind of neat because it reminds me of, like, the 60s villains. Like a Bond villain. Where they're all, like, literally the main guy is a Zodiac. And each one of his henchmen are another member of, like, Scorpio is the evil guy. His henchmen are Cancer and Ares and Taurus and the Geminis who tell him they're, his they're, fortune. They're, they're and twins. Uh, and it's really cool. There's an there's a scene I love. One of the things I love about how Dan Slott writes this, for the absurdity of it, you know, they're called the Zodiac. Dan Slott doesn't take it too seriously. There's a moment where Zodiac is asking the Geminis. He, he literally goes, Geminis, tell me my fortune. And so the Geminis Actually, start... they do every day. Like, they tell him his fortune. They, they, they are, like, intertwined with time. They are a day ahead. And, and of course, they do it in this very kind of cryptic, you know... Their fortune cookies. Your moon is rising. You know, you, you must align with the stars if you... And there's a moment where Zodiac's like, look, cut cut the crap. Quit sounding like a, like a, a fortune cookie. Just give it to me straight. I mean, Actually, it's, it's funny. They, he says to him, I think he says something to him, stop sounding like the newspaper. Yeah, 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 ex exactly. So, um... So I'll mention, uh, I'll talk a little more about Dan Slott's writing style in a moment, but that's, so Zodiac is one of the uh, uh, the, the threats. The second threat is uh, the uh, the sinister Mr. Negative, who as far as I can tell, his power is the power of Photoshop, because he can touch you, and then all of your, like, your, if you're black, now you're white. If you're, if you're wearing a red can shirt, I, now it's, yeah, yeah. He's 
basically a giant ripoff of the Purple Man. Explain how. Basically, what happens is is when the neg- when Mister Negative touches you, you have raising. No- yeah, you have no control. Where, where did he touch you? Yeah, you have no, <laughs> you have no control over what you do. He makes you do whatever you want. Like he'll touch you and be like, "Hey, jump off that bridge," and off you go. It's the same thing as the Purple Man. It, it is. It, there's an interesting element too, though. The the whole reversal of colors. He brings Especially out cloak and dagger with, because they yeah. Switch. Yeah, yeah, but he he brings out the dark side of yeah. of people, the sort of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he's got the power of Photoshop and, uh, and the power of the Purple Man, yeah. and Adobe. the power of uh, of uh, yes, power to bizarroize you yeah. as well. Um, so anyway, uh, the, I found the, him kind of a lame villain, but anyway, he's interesting to look at. I think visually he's very. I mean, literally, I'll, I'll, I'll I think what what someone did was they just did a drawing, they colored it normally, and then they, and then they used Photoshop to to make him look like a negative. Um, so let's hmm. let's talk about the, the good. I, I've mentioned Dan Slott. I mean, he's really good. This is a, a writer that's just really good at blending humor in with with action. Um, and it's nice to see that the book doesn't take itself too seriously. You're looking at uh, Mr. Negative mm-hmm. now. He's quite literally and he's Asian. A negative. And he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's not yeah. negative because he's an Asian. It's just right. No, it's his name. He just happens to be Asian. He frowns when a lot. You said his and name. I thought he was just like a super duper downer all the time. <laughs> Mr. Negative. Hey, hey, guys. He's like, isn't this a great party? Hey, I heard there was an accident on the way here. Like five people got killed. Uh, <laughs> hey, do you want to go swimming? Do you know how many people drown each day? Yeah, I heard they found like a toddler, like. It drowned. Oh, dude, ter- no, 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 no. Oh, that was like whoa, whoa, way too dark. Whoa, I'm whoa, sorry. I just took whoa. a hard, hard left. But Mr. Negative. Shit. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Uh, okay, all right. Puppies, 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 babies. All right. Our uh, damn fans are going to need therapy. I'm for that sorry. Crap. I'm sorry. Um, so, so anyway, Dan Slott. I, I like the way that he writes these characters. No, I agree. Like I said, I, I like this. It's it's very light, actually. I, I find it, besides her Mr. Negative crap. But I actually find this, like, the storyline very light. Like, it was not something where I'm like, oh, my God. Like you... It's not so earnest, and, no. like, not everything has to be so intense. You know what else I liked? Not a lot of guilt. Oh, oh, with Spider-Man. No, yeah, no, I, no. I call, I call Spider-Man Mr. Guilty. Because everything. Oh, my God, I killed Gwen Stacy. Oh, my God, I ate my family. Oh, my God, you know... It, it's it's that's that might be justified. <laughs> he was a zombie at the time. Oh, okay, sure. He was a zombie, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, he's always feeling bad about whatever's going on in his life. Like he he just can't sit there and enjoy himself. This Peter actually kind of. You don't see that that element's not played up as much. Well, However, the responsibility he's yes, still he's still absolutely, and, and that's one of the things I like about it is that you're taking this character, you're putting him in a different setting, but the the fundamentals of him are the same. He's still like he is on a mission. There's a point in the story where he's on a mission for Shield. Yes, and he diverts from his mission. He leaves. Mockingjay. Uh, he leaves. He like he knocks her the fuck out of the the plane he's in this plane and he does like the James Bond looks at her hits the eject button kicks her ass out of the plane and off he goes because Aunt May's in trouble and he's like I gotta go save my Aunt May and she's like no no can do Spider-Man we're on a mission he's like uh well you know what how about you go there he goes and away bang and then he goes and saves is this giving anything away does he go to team cap at some point because he seems like a totally team cap kind of guy. No, no, no. I he, only I only know the movie. In okay, oh, oh. in Civil War, he, he's actually the spoilers. He's actually the turning factor. Not uh, Black Panther. How Black Panther switches? Mm-hmm. It's Spider Man who is the one who's the definitive, and he actually looks at Tony and says, "No, what you guys are doing is wrong," and right. he actually switches to go to Team Cap. Because that seems like very much a Team Cap thing. I'm yeah. gonna, I don't really care what you're what you say yeah. you should be doing. Yeah. I'm going to do this because it's the right thing. To he do. he starts out mm-hmm. Team uh, Iron Man, but and he then he becomes Iron Spider. He becomes the Iron Spider. Yeah, yeah it sounds, that like, sounds cool. If I'm a wrestler, I think I want that to be my name, the Iron Spider. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So, but what I liked about this. Um, is he does have his responsibilities, but he's a CEO that everybody wants. He's actually capped his salary down to like middle management. He's only making like fifty grand a year. He's not making a lot. 
He, they're trying to set him apart from Tony Stark yeah, in this respect. He's, he, he's not driving a Ducati or he's a He's trying Porsche. to, like, cure... He, like, one of the things that Aunt May is doing, she's over in Africa, and they're working on his plant, or this... It's this solar panels. Solar, solar panels, and they're also trying to find a way to end world hunger. I mean, he's working on these big projects to increase and make the world a better place. And, and the thing that's really cool, too, is that he's found a way to integrate... Uh, as best I think you can, his work as a superhero, yeah. because his cover story is that Spider-Man is his bodyguard, and that his company develops technology for Spider-Man, for Spider-Man, and then uses those developments in the technology for the betterment of man. So kind of like in the way that you know NASA, how you know NASA developed all of this technology for space travel, and, and then we got it afterwards, and, and then we get it afterwards. So th- that's one of the things I like about it. Yeah. They're, they're staying very consistent with uh, with the character. Um, he doesn't, and he doesn't treat anybody like a jerk. He's not, you know, he's very humble. He, you know, like people will say to him, well, you know, we could take this easier route, you know, talking about the solar panels. And he goes, no, that's not the way we're going to do it. That's not how we do it in my company. And they're like, well, why? He goes, because we don't take shortcuts. We don't do the wrong thing. We do the right thing the first time. Yeah. yeah. There's a moment in one of the stories actually, where they're trying to find a, they're trying to find Zodiac. Yeah. They're trying to find Zodiac in London. And someone inside Parker Industries hacks the surveillance cameras on all of London. Mm-hmm. Huge, uh, I mean, huge security breach, completely improper, done without uh, c- contacting the British government. And Peter Parker in that moment says, yeah, actually, we, we, don't, we don't do this. We don't do this. this That's is exactly, not- yeah, he looks, he goes, we, we do not do this. And he actually apologizes afterwards. Like, he goes in front of the British government, he goes, if you're going to find me, arrest me, do what you need to do. But, you know, this is not how we operate. Um, so, you know, I could see how Marvel could take a lot of backlash on this because this is a big departure. I mean, Spider-Man has always been, you know, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. In New York, he's had his, you know, basically his treadmill that he's been on. Well, you know? and also, too, what's kind of neat is ask me how Spider-Man and Peter Parker are in the same room together. Cause how they... are Peter Parker and Spider-Man in the same room together? I love the passion. You love that? You love that, pa- I love that. The, the, the passion. I believed I really you when you that. said that. I believed you really wanted you know to you know remind me of? You reminded me of, like, you know, the, the sports athletes where it's like, Hi, I'm Joe Leonidas. Do you want gum? I've got gum. You Joe really Leonidas were... gum. You know? It's... I bought. I, I believed it from you. Yeah. But um, how does he do it? Well, he, he has uh, actually uses one of his formal uh, former... A villains one. He wears a is a formal one. No, a former villain uh, works for him and actually poses as Spider-Man. The and, Prowler. Yeah. yeah, the Prowler appears, and and that's also something that's kind of interesting. He is employing and trying to rehabilitate former well, bad who guys. Who else works for him too? Harry Osborn. And who else? Yeah. Kirk Connors. That's oh, that's right. And Kirk, Kirk Connors is full in lizard form, and he's like, oh. "Hey, Kurt, I want your brain. I need the man." He's like, don't worry about your claws. And no, he wait, him. wait a minute, Christopher. I think you might be confused there. There in the in the comic books, we've had some kind of a mystery person that's going around recruiting that's, old. That's what it recruiting is. Recruiting the Rhino, <laughs> recruiting <laughs> Kurt Connors. That's kind of. I'm interested so, in that. I want to see what that. What we that have. Is. So I'm going to divert for a minute from the Zodiac story. There is there's an there's an underlying story. There's a building. another villain. Yeah, there's another villain who is recruiting all of these quote-unquote retired villains. And they get a third. So, um, what's what's kind of funny is uh, this person is going around and he's taking like the early 60s, 70s villains and I think he's trying... Rhino, Lizard. But I think he's trying to build another Sinister Six. Sinister Six, Six, yeah. he looks at Rhino and Rhino goes, well, you know, boss, I think you should do this, this, and this. He goes, Rhino, I don't pay you to use your head unless you're running through a wall. And he goes, go, by the way, go and do that thing that you do. And he smashes through the wall and there's Electro and he's like cuddled up and he's like, he, he has this star, like his star implant that he had, but it's on his face. He's but got, it's like he's a, got the, yeah, it's, it's, it's burned, star. it's burned, it's burned, burned his face. into his face. And he's like kind of huddled up and they're looking at him and they're like, we need you. And he's looking at him and he goes, I'm useless. He goes, I, I don't have powers anymore. I, I, I can't do anything. And he goes, leave that to me. And then they just take him. Whether you wanted to go or not, there, there's something very mysterious about whoever's recruiting these people because he's done some pretty amazing things. So Rhino, right? Rhino was a character who he actually—he uh, was a Rhino. He he had a he had a wife. No, he wasn't a Rhino. He is he is this uh, I think like this Russian yeah, hitman or soldier yeah. who allowed himself he was an to, to be the mob. Yeah, allowed himself to be experimented on 
and given this suit that enhanced his strength and made him look like a rhino. Anyway, uh, in earlier comic books, his wife, Oksana, had actually been killed, and so he decided to quit being the rhino. Uh, also, Kurt Connors, who is also the lizard, while, while he was in, uh, under the influence of the, the lizard, um, killed both his son and his wife. This person who's going around recruiting them is somehow showing up with these people. He had Oksana with him. He had Oksana with him, and he had Kurt's son and wife. So there's something possibly supernatural, or or he's doing something. Maybe it's Mysterio. Maybe it's Mephessa. Maybe it's Mephessa. You're trying, you're trying. That's like your worst character ever. Oh, my God. But no, it very well could be Mysterio. I mean, he could have just actors that he's... He's having actors, and he's... But I think you're right. I think he's he's trying to create a new Sinister Six. So So, so anyway, we've gotten way off course with with this. What do you like about it? I know, I mean, we, we've kind of talked, talked about, about it. I mean, what don't you like it? Well, I got one more good that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's suit is no longer, like, rip off my shirt, I've got underoos on underneath. It's actually almost like a symbiote that like nanotech. He's, he's able to control. And he'll press a button on his watch, and then it just starts to grow. It's like nanites. It's like yeah. little little nanites that cover his whole body. It and the, talk about the web cartridges. You remember that? Oh, yeah. He's got multiple ones now. Now he's like Batman. He's got concrete ones to hold stuff up. He's got taser ones. He's got acid ones. He's got all different kinds of stuff. Which makes sense because this this he is a character. If he's brilliant enough to create the, the web one. fluid formula in the first place, why wouldn't he create multi-purpose web fluid? Um, okay, so what do I don't, what don't I like about this? Uh, you know, as much as the book tries to quell the comparison, it's hard to read this book and not think that they're trying to turn Spider-Man into Tony Stark. Tony Stark. I know, I know. But it sounds like he's not necessarily completely Tony Stark because he sounds like he's a little bit more whatever. Yeah, I mean, he he's, is. He's much nicer of a person. But, but the, like. the whole gist of it is is he's a rich guy who, this one just happens to have superpowers. Is he goes, rich though? Because he don't give himself oh, himself. Yeah, oh, he's, he's still, he's still Com- Comparatively speaking, I mean, he's got... I mean, he's he's better off than he was before. Also, he bought the Baxter Building. He bought the Fantastic Four's home. And actually, in one of the episodes, he gets in a an issue. He gets into a giant fight with uh, Human Torch over it. Because Human Torch is pissed off that he bought, that he the bought building. his damn home. Because Torch lived there for years. He's like, we trusted you. You were our friend, you know. But comes to find out, Peter, in the lobby has created this monolithic statue of the Fantastic Four. And he's like, chill out, bro. I'm just keeping it warm for you. Yeah. When, you when you guys come back, it'll he's be here. Like, he seems like a nicer version. Of he Tony. is. Like, like, like what Tony wants or should be. You know? He's kind of like a uh, an Ollie. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's kind of like Green, he's, uh, green Arrow. He's kind of like a Green Arrow. It's kind of the same story. I, I just wish that... You know his his rise to to success is just presented so quickly. Mm. You it really requires a suspension of disbelief. You know, I, it it probably would have been more uh, I don't know more realistic to show kind of a slower rise that may not make for as interesting no. reading. I mean, you don't want to see him like working long hours. And I think Pete said it best that you know. Characters who are responsible fathers and responsible employees don't make for very interesting, interesting you know, and interesting stories. Yeah. So you just have to have this meteoric rise uh, in in popularity. I will tell you something that I don't like. There is a story arc in there that I really want them to dive into, and they are just neglecting it, and it's making me kind of upset. What? Upset? Where is Doctor Octopus? Oh yeah, He's in this robot. His consciousness. His consciousness is in a robot, but no longer in. No. Parker, no. 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 He, what he, happened was, is when Peter took over, his consciousness went into this. No. Well, no. Actually, his consciousness in Peter at the end of that story uh, was erased. Right. It like got right. got deleted. So it's almost like his personality has been turned into like an algorithm, and that algorithm got copied somehow and has it been is. put into this computer. And, and I in, think that's the one that probably infiltrated the uh, oh, very well the surveillance. Back. But he's he's got this this robot, and you look, and he's basically like hitting on this woman and speaking French and all this kind of stuff. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you guys doing with this? You know, it's it's just there's a really cool arc that it could have happened, and they they didn't do it yet. Who knows? No, no, they're building to something. Um, they're definitely building to something. Um, 
I, I think we're going to have a big payoff when when we'll that see. comes we'll to, see. to see what happens. All right. Um, the, the other thing that just bothers me is I just think again, and you know, it's really like, okay, he was bit by a spider and he's got powers, and so really, Jay, this is what you have a problem with. But I'm going to go there. In a world where you have a character where you've got Iron Man, so a guy who years earlier flying around in a tin can, flying around in a tin can, but but basically was. His whole cover story was no that Iron Man guy that's my bodyguard and that's then, not me and then it's revealed later that in fact it was Tony Stark and now you've got this new guy doing the same exact thing nobody questions it I mean you mean to tell me no one or even still when he looks like hey you guys got the same physique not huh. or his voice for right. that matter well it's, here's another thing too in in Paris Spider Man gets the living hell beaten out of him okay to the point where he's knocked unconscious his mask he's got spider damage so what, what does that always mean the one lens is broken you can see his eye you can see his face ripped open you can see his hair you can see it's the same hairstyle that peter parker has you're looking and you're like you can't i know tell. that quaff anywhere you know you can't those are peter that. parker curls i would know that, that perm anywhere um, also, there's another thing I, I am not a fan of. Sure, sure. The spider car. You know, I have mixed feelings about the spider car because it's completely ridiculous, but I love the fact that, like, okay, so he's he, got a wait, car that climbs. Yo, he has a car. He's got a car, he's got a rocket, he's got a jet, he's got a helicopter. It sounds like a merchandising. It's really what it is. But this he's car can yeah. shoot webs, climb across them, so does, and go up and down buildings. That he can do. Does whatever a spider can. Yes, exactly. Except it runs on ethanol. And and wait a minute, it can it can drive it can drive up and down buildings, but yeah. also it's a transformer. It can sprout legs yeah. and crawl, so it's like an all-terrain yeah, vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's really it's hokey. ridiculousness. Is, is it for him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's for but him. Can he do all the things that, that a spider can? can do? He does whatever a the spider can. Why does he need the car? Because because they want to sell a, chick, a, a toy car. Because chicks dig the car. Because chicks it's the car, right? Chicks dig the car. See? No, it's because they want to. They probably want to sell toys. The toy. Anyway, which I'll probably buy. It, what do you uh, mean probably? I'm sorry. You've already got it on back order. <laughs> um. All right. Let's, all right. Let's go to movie talk. Uh, okay, so movie talk. Uh, I got uh, a couple things. Alien Covenant. So I don't know if you guys have heard about. So this about is going to be like. Prometheus 2, right? This is sort of... The, this is... Uh, um, what's his name? Um, did uh, the Michael Counselor, Fassbender? the Martian... Um, Ridley. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. So this is going to be Ridley Scott's uh, follow-up to Prometheus. Uh, but the interesting thing, too, is there are, like, two alien movies in the works. Yeah. Because we've got Alien Covenant, which is going to be Ridley Scott's movie, and then we've got Neil Blomkamp, Doing an aliens and is sequel. Is Sigourney Weaver in that one? I think so. Yeah. So like we're gonna get like all. Co- I wanted to Let's mention hope that any and all of them are good. Because so far they none of them have been good. Prometheus was like we're gonna be really really good, but nothing ever happened. It, it, You're like what is you know, happening? I even, I'll be honest with you, and people might be mad at me. I didn't even waste my time. It, I didn't even waste my time. I wanted to like that movie so much, but nothing was explained. I yeah. just had more questions when yeah. I saw that movie. I yeah. just like the originals, and I like the original three, and then that's that's really it. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, you know, we Lando and I are really big fans of the movie right, Alien right. And, and Aliens, and and so you know this this movie. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I hope I hope that it's good. Uh, Ridley, let's hope so. I mean Ridley Scott. I mean, let's his last one, The Martian. It was I mean, amazing. It was amazing. But also, it was not an aliens movie. It was also not an aliens movie. It so, could have been, but you didn't get that far yet. Um, That's right. But so currently, we have in this movie we have Michael Fassbender, Naomi Rapace, um, uh, Catherine Waterston, uh, Damien Bashir, and and this Danny last one, Danny McBride. Danny McBride is in this movie. Wait, what was he in? He's, He's in Eastbound and Down. He was what? In, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's probably, you know what he is? He's probably the first red shirt you watch. He's gonna be the guy with the alien sprouts out of his chest. Do? Yeah, he's he's gonna be Danny McBride. Why? In space, with a perm. Imagine that. That's a little weird, right? So I, I got a clip just off of the you know I got this off of uh, the movies dot uh, comicbook.com website. So this is him talking about his role. I'm the pilot of the spaceship Covenant. Who says this? This is Danny McBride. He's talking about oh, his, his character. This was during a Rolling Stone interview. Uh, I'm the pilot of the Spaceship Covenant, which is a colonization ship searching for a planet where we might start life anew. I run the ship. Like LB-426? 
Yeah, maybe I don't. I I I, I, I don't. I don't know. So yeah, no, I just it's a spaceship covenant. So I I don't know how to feel about this movie honestly because I agree with you. Do you, you I, believe that Danny McBride can fly and or operate and or maintain a space vessel? Uh, this was my issue with the movie Interstellar. I didn't believe a goddamn word that came out of Matthew McConaughey's mouth except all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Like I, just I don't believe this. I just don't. Well, Willie Scott's been good at casting around, uh, in the past, though. I don't think I've ever seen a, a character that I didn't think was appropriate. I mean, think of uh, The Martian. Uh, you had, I, I liked you, had everyone you had Donald Glover in that, yeah. who's a comedic actor, and he was really good in that. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is him trying to spread his wings and do something different. Maybe he sees something that we don't see. I don't you know, know, most actors that do comedy, they, they, they do try to branch out into yeah, more no, serious absolutely. roles. Uh, I'll tell you, did, did you ever see the movie? This is an older movie, but it's A House on Haunted Hill. Oh, yeah. All right. There's an actor in that, traditionally a comedic actor, but does a really good job, Chris Kattan. Yeah. Night at the Roxbury. I yeah. mean, that dude was in, in that movie and complained completely against type. So, yeah, I, I guess I'm cautiously optimistic about Alien we'll Covenant and the same thing about Neil Blomkamp's movie. Now, what I've read, I don't have this in the show notes, but what I've read also about Blomkamp's movie is that they're saying that they're going to largely ignore movies three and four. So it's going to be a direct Good. sequel to so it's like Aliens. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's it's a, it's a direct follow up to Aliens. It's the movie that should have been made. Yeah, the movie that should have been made. Yeah, because not three. They they really three wasn't terrible. No, no, it's not three. But but the characters you you have in two are you right. just love them, and they're just you, like all those people. Fuck them. They died. Don't nah. worry about fuck them. Fuck them. Hicks, Nat, Newt, Nat. We don't need them. Dead weight. Cut. Yeah. Um. That's, yeah, exactly. It felt, it, it was kind you. of like a slap in the face. It was like, you, especially if you consider at the end of Aliens, you had these characters go through you this really, ordeal. Yeah, and they just they survived. <laughs> like, what? And then to kill them off just at the beginning of the movie without even, like, so even, much of a thought. And Bishop. Bishop was great. Bishop yeah, was my yeah. favorite Bishop's character. Great. Yeah. Then, oh, he's deactivated. He's a cyborg. He's an android. Yeah. Plug him back in, him, bitch. Plug him back, yeah. plug, blow him off, you know, and plug him back in. <laughs> Whoa, phrasing. Phrasing. Anyway, hey, phrasing. The other ones with the dirty minds. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for both of these movies. Unfortunately, you know, those movies, Alien and Aliens, I hate to say it, but they were lightning in a bottle, yeah. and they've tried to recapture them ever since then. And they and, just can't. And it's just been pale limitations, I think, ever ever yeah. since then. Then they put a giant white naked guy in a diaper walking around. Well... <laughs> I don't know what he was going with with the Prometheus movie. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was weird because he was, was he would say like he was saying. I remember back when he was promoting the movie, it was that it was these very cryptic sort of statements. They that, wouldn't even say it was related to aliens. Well, they said it's in the it's got alien in its DNA, whatever the fuck that means, and and that it, it's I don't, wow that that came out so way more way so more angry. angry. Wow, I'm sorry. Geez. I don't know. I don't know where that's that how you really. Feel? I don't know where that came from. It was like a oh. so. Holy shit. So angry about that. Uh, but he was being really cryptic about it. And then we just, you know, we get that scene. If you haven't seen it, the spoilers. End, legs and... And, and then you you get sort of the cameo from the of the xenomorph at the end of the movie, and it's which it was, didn't make any sense. It was kind of put in for, for for fan service. So so I don't yeah, but know. The funny thing is, is you paid what twenty dollars to go and see it, and you get. The last you had to sit through a fucking terrible movie in the it, last five minutes. It just it wasn't terrible. It just didn't make any sense. It's like nothing was explained. You just had like there was just more things that didn't you got you got like, this ship like, here happening? and you what? got the 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 creators were here and they created us but they want to kill us for some I, reason even though they never met I think us. Of all the and... I've ever seen that has the least closure of any movie I've ever seen. You know what? Just go ahead and watch the how it should have ended for Prometheus yes. and and so it pretty better. much points out all of the flaws in that movie. the movies they made? The Alien vs. Predator movies? But Resurrection. Those, those were very good. Resurrection I liked for what it Re was. But I it liked the idea of her becoming their queen. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. cool. I liked it, but it wasn't an Aliens movie. It, no. was, it, it wasn't the same. It, wasn't it was good. a Joss Whedon movie. It was, it was a Serenity... It was Serenity yeah. With with aliens, but I liked it. Like I said, I liked the idea of Ripley becoming their queen. She was their ultimate. Like I bet you they had like, you know, stories like you would read for about the boogeyman. There was, and Ripley comes into your house, and she will rip out your little mouth. <laughs> the the aliens all sit around in a circle. <gasps> tell, they tell each other Ripley stories. You know, I didn't see. I didn't like that as. I, I mean, it's a cool concept, I guess. The alien for me though is such. Such a, a perfect like boogeyman on its own. Yeah. I don't think you need to improve upon it. I think it's just it's it's perfect 
as is. I'm gonna eat you with my little mouth. I'm just gonna, <laughs> hey there. I thought I might just nibble on hey, you. Hey, I just wanna eat some. No, get back in You there. get back in there. Well, <laughs> you can have them later. Um. Anyway. All right. So. Wow, all right. this train is fucking. Uh, yeah. Real. So. <laughs> we always, man. This, we. A little bit. A little bit. So, all right. Moving on from aliens. Stop so, leaving pennies on the tracks. Some bitches. <laughs> um, more, more casting new. Oh, first of all. If you have an opinion about oh, aliens, uh, we want to hear about it. So email us at uh, justusnerdspc at gmail.com. You can leave us a message on our SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook and leave us a message. Or you can also leave us a message on our YouTube page. There it is. Nailed it all. Got it. Whoa, um, phrasing. Phrasing. Are we not, are we not like even are doing... Are we not doing phrasing anymore? Are we anymore? not doing phrasing anymore? Um, so more casting news about Spider-Man Homecoming. I don't know if we have to talk about this Everybody is coming out of the woodwork, like, all of a sudden. But they're like, oh, he's got a role. He's going to play a hot dog vendor. Oh, he's got a role. And he's playing the kid with the subway map. It's, you know, it's, it's a little weird. Yeah, I, I don't know this actress. They're naming all these people, and it's like, okay, they're going to walk down the fucking hallway with Peter. Who gives a fuck? People are so excited about this movie, Chris. I mean, uh... Is this gonna have the Spider-Man from this is Tom. Civil War? Yes, this is. Listen Tom to me. Holland. He's gonna have the Spider-Man from the Civil War. <laughs> we're gonna get that chap. We're gonna get him in there. We're, we're gonna get he's that money maker. We're gonna get that Spider-Man. The kids like the Spider-Man. So, but what's cool is tell me who the villain is. Oh, well, it's gonna be uh, Michael Keaton. Michael so Keaton, have... the actor. The actor. The... He's just. The... <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> versus Michael <laughs> Keaton. No, but what I think is gonna happen is, is I'm thinking he possibly might turn into the Green Goblin. So we're going to have Beetlejuice on a glider. Ooh. Just let that sink in. That'd that. be pretty cool. Huh? You want to get nuts? It's Come on. time. Let's get nuts. Isn't the name? He's like, is he going to be? He is. No, he's going to be in the movie. He's doing it. Who is he going to be? We don't, we don't know. know yet. We don't know the part. They announced who he was going to be. No, 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 they have not. There's, There's speculation, speculation. that he might be the vulture, um, goblin. The vulture. Our, our hope is that he might be the uh, green goblin. We're thinking the three that they've said are goblin, vulture, and Mysterio. Yeah, so, I, I'm. I'm really hoping for either. I. I would love to see Green I Goblin. Want a Goblin. I don't think they're gonna do it, Chris, because, because he's of... he's been he's been in the Raimi movies already, and I, I, the character, the Green Goblin. Yeah, but they no, that was Willem Dafoe in a hockey mask. I know, I know, they screwed him up. Um, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so this this actress yeah. who's who's gonna be in this movie, Anjuree Rice. I I don't know. I'm not familiar with her, but Is she that was her? she was in, that's her. She yeah. was in, she was in the. You know who she kind of looks like? Who? Oh, she kind of reminds me of uh, Sarah Connor. She really? Looks super young. Yeah, she's 15. Well, that's. <laughs> hey, is that her? Uh, yeah, it is. What a nice young lady. <laughs> whoa, um, whoa, oh, you didn't tell me that part. She is a... How lovely uh, is she is. She is a sweet young lady. She is a sweet young lady. Uh, Jesus, yeah, so she, she was recently in a in the movie called The Nice Guys with, um, uh, what's his face? Oh. Jor-El and, uh, Ryan Gosling. jor Freaking Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. That, I've heard, is a phenomenal I've heard so good things heard about it. I've she did really well in that. So, so. so she's going to be playing, we don't know who she's playing. She's probably, I'm assuming it's going to be another student. But you're right, it's like, it's really weird. They keep announcing, people are so excited They're for like, this hey, movie. They're like, hey, playing Peter Parker's chemistry <laughs> lab partner. It's like, what? Who gives a fuck? But they're telling him who they're playing, but they won't tell you who the villain is. They won't tell you, you're, you're lucky you know Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I know, right? Um, so... I don't know. I mean, her her exact role is being kept under wraps. So we'll see. So we don't know. I mean, she's probably going to be one of Spider. Some of the. What if she were Gwen Stacy? Eh. She she could pass for Gwen. Don't kill her. Get that blonde. Toss her off a bridge. That's right. <laughs> That's a t-shirt we're having made. We're Jeez. gonna we're gonna. It's gonna be a silhouette. It's gonna be a silhouette of like you know uh, like someone like a blonde getting tossed Not off even, a bridge. I want her like doing the the arch with the spider web like hanging hanging her up. Get that broad and toss Rubber her off a bridge. bridge. Yeah. Um, what happened. We're really very healthy people, but yeah. you, you can't don't judge us by the content of our, of our podcast. Um, okay, so I had a list of just some movies that are coming out in August because uh, I looked at this list. I'm excited for a bunch of these. And so, so I'd like to hear, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to hear your opinion. So I'll I will just kind of rapid fire style go well, through the why movies. Why don't we start here? You want to start here? There. Let's start here, here, and then we'll save. How many? Do you Not have? so much here or here, <laughs> but right <laughs> here. here. Right. So let's do this one. Let's do reverse order. Okay, sure. I want to say that one. Reversed it. Reversed it. Strike um, that. Reverse it. Strike. Reverse it. Uh, so, uh, August nineteenth, we got War Dogs 
coming out. So I don't know if you if yeah, you've heard... it is. basically okay. it is the guy who made the Hangover, and it is two guys, two like twenty somethings. It's based on a true story. Yep, two twenty somethings end up getting in gun running. They end up working contracts for the CIA. Oh yeah. And the two Jonah guys who are playing them are Jonah Hill yep. and Miles Mr. Teller, Mr. Fantastic, and it's Whiplash Boy. It looks good. I I have seen it. It's funny. It, it looks in a serious matter too. And it's kind of funny. They're driving around in a pickup truck and they're going through like Afghanistan. And he's like, he's like, well, what are our chances? We're gonna die. Uh, they're really good odds. What what are the odds? Fifty fifty. <laughs> what do you mean? He goes, how are those real good odds? He goes, cause he goes, what would it normally be if we go through here? What are you talking about? He goes, well, what are the odds? He goes, 50-50. <laughs> he's looking at him. He goes, well, what would they be without it? He goes, no odds. Like he goes, no <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. It, it it does look interesting. Um, I you somehow know, they got involved, and it's Jonah Hill's a funny actor. I've I've liked him in I've, I loved him in Superbad, but I liked him in his serious roles. Like when he was in The Wolf of Wall Street, he did such <sighs> a good yeah. job. serious roles. But but for him, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's just funny that, that yeah, when you think about it, it's all relative. Einstein said it's all it's all relative, that's sir. Right. That's what he meant when he said it. Yeah, he exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. When Einstein, I'm Jonah Hill. He was talking about Jonah Hill. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm interested in that movie. No, I, I definitely want to see it. Um, so next one we got August 12th. So we're, we're going in reverse order. August this 12th is it's, now. I will tell you this: this movie that you're going to talk about. Yeah. Actually, the trailer got played. With Finding Dory. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh my God. So what movie are we talking about? We're talking about a movie called Sausage Party. What? So, so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sausage Party. So so this is a movie. It is an it is a like computer animation. This is like an adult Pixar movie. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the movie, the premise is about sort of the magical story of how all of the food that is at the supermarket they want to get no. they want to get taken they 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 think that the higher power is coming to select them they they dream of getting purchased and taken home uh-huh. but uh, they don't realize what, what happens to them once you actually once they actually make it to people's homes they get eaten. And it's just horrible scenes where it's just like, no, so not the baby carrots. And they're taking these baby carrots and throwing them in their mouth and they're just chewing and them. And the carrots are talking like little babies. They're like, ah, no, no. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. Maybe you still get you like really depressed before you watch Finding Dory. No, oh no. This movie looks amazing. It's hilarious. Swearing. And Seth Rogen's playing a hot dog. His name's Frank. And oh. all of a sudden you hear me and say, what the fuck is going on? And you're just... It, Oh my god! It, it's going to be probably one of the best movies of the year. I it, think it, it looks hilarious. It's it's a Pixar. It's a rated R Pixar movie. Essentially, is it Pixar what it is. No, is it from Pixar? no, no, it's not. It's not from Pixar. I, I don't know. I think it's from Dixar. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I, I, I see okay. what you did there. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I, I can't believe so they seriously they played they, they before, accidentally put it. Oh, on somebody the screwed up. Before oh my god. Um, okay, so. Uh, so the la- uh, last movie? Yeah, yeah, last movie. This one, um, I August, think everybody's excited about. August 5th, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. You, you've seen the trailers for this, oh, yeah. right? So, Let's hope it's good. Uh, you know, this, this is going to be It's their... a different director than Batman v Superman. Yeah. I don't know how to make a movie any other way. Well, but, but here's, here's the thing. This has got a lighter tone. This is more of a bad guy buddy flick. But the thing is with this as well... It's the Dirty Dozen. It really is. And the thing that I'm kind of looking... Well, we've we've talked about this in in other shows. They have to produce on this movie. Mm -hmm. If they don't produce on this movie, people are going to lose faith. People are going to look and go, I'm out. Oh, no. This This is like the Fantastic Fours. Like, the first one, we're like, all right, that one wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that great. Let's go see the second one. Oh, my God. You turned him into a cloud. You turn Galactus into a cloud, yeah. you fucking retard. Yeah. And this is DC's Hail Mary. If if they, they don't have Batman versus Superman, they're Hail no. Mary. No, no, this no, was, no. That was their start. That was their that was their s- opening salvo. That was their opening salvo. Did they if, watch that's the, the warm up? That did, was. Did they warm-up. watch the movies before they showed them? They thought it, they, they, no, no, no. Believe but, it or not, test audiences gave it though, no, high regard. No, but what we're what we're saying here is that uh, th- this is their Hail Mary pass. That you if they either, don't. Because let's look you either make way. it or you guys are never going to make another movie again. Be- because okay, Man of Steel, Man of Steel was I was received lukewarm. Mm. 
people it did wasn't not, bad. People didn't hate it the way that they hated uh, Batman v Superman. So you had Man of Steel, which had a lukewarm opening. Then you have Batman v Superman, which was critically panned. So the reason this is the Hail Mary, and I can't believe I'm making a sports metaphor on, on this oh, yeah. on the show, uh, if if they don't crush it, if they do not absolutely crush if it with this movie, this is not as good as we think it's going to be. Uh, it's it spells just very bad we're things not, for the DCU. But what sucks is we're not going to get our Flash movie. We're not going to get our Aquaman movie. Even we're not going to get our Justice the, League. Isn't the Netflix series really good? Isn't that really widely accepted? The, the Flash. Oh oh oh! No, it's not Netflix. It's uh, it's CW. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's CW. It's which, but Come those on. are the see the thing is, is this is kind of funny because. I always, I always make the joke to you. Marvel makes the movies. DC makes the TV shows. Yeah. And the TV shows are really good. Just also, like, Marvel can't do the uh, straight-to-DVD animation movies to save their life, mm-hmm. but DC will crush them. And Although, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say one word to you, though. Daredevil. I'll give you that. I'll say I'll one more that. word. Jessica Jones. It's two. I'll say two more words to you, <laughs> Jessica Jones. No, I, I agree with you. And like I said... Th- but, I, but regular network but television? They, but what do you think they did, though? They, they've basically taken the same, like, tone and everything like that and have, and have put it in to the Marvel Universe. That's really all they've done. Yeah, well, and I, I actually... I'll, Except, I'll say, I think they just made better shows in okay. the Netflix Universe. Well, but here's the thing. If you want to start that, I've got uh, three words for you. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh yeah. no no no! That was no. a giant turd. And we've this, received word that this, the Hulk took a dump in New Mexico. We let's need to, go and figure it out. <laughs> let's go the, sift through the is poo. This still on? I, I think it's still on. Yeah, it's still they're on. all yeah. agents of Shield, or they're all uh, Hydra, so it doesn't really matter. It's all Hydra. It's agents of Hydra. But, but the, the thing show is, is honestly, like that was a show. You and I both. I gave it five shows or yeah. five episodes, five. And I looked at them. I literally stood up and I'm like. Done, and I fucking turned it off, and I refused uh, to watch. Are it. you surprised though? As soon as I saw that there's gonna be a show, I'm like, they're just trying to ride. Well, but you the know wave. what though? I had hoped that they would, cool. they would have integrated, like, actually oh, yeah. had the other heroes. No, we get. Hey, do you remember when that Asgardian flew into Arizona? I don't give a fuck. You know, it do could've... I care that you were there giving people fucking water? No. <laughs> Show me the heroes, you son of a bitch! You know, what What we were hoping for, honestly, was, like, Daredevil. Like, if they had weaved characters like yes. Daredevil and Mockingbird and, yes. and Machine Man and some of the more obscure yes. characters into that world, but we're it getting never that happened. now, which we're is cool. On Netflix. We're, we're fi- yes, Netflix, we're finally getting that now. And when the Defenders come out, it is going to be awesome. But... Suicide Squad. Su- Suicide Squad. So, uh, so th- this is. A, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, with with the plot of it, but this is this is uh, the the government needs a black ops team that will go to the places that they they can't, they can't go. Do. So basically, they need bad men to do bad things. So, so they're recruiting some of the most dangerous people in the in the DC universe. By recruiting, they mean they're basically taking them in their prison cells and shifting them to Bell Rev. And 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 putting like explosives like in their. Up their anuses Actually, or whatever. They're taking um, Wayne Tech, believe it or not. That's what I've been told. It is Wayne Enterprises little plastic C4, and they are they Im- surgically implant it to the base of their skull. No. And if they don't do what they tell them to do, they kill them. They, they if just... they um, disobey an order, they kill them. If they run if you off, irritate or vex me, I you will, will die. That's pretty much what happens. I'm known to be quite vexing. I'm just forewarning you. Yeah. That's uh, Harley. So we got Harley Quinn. Yeah. We got Killer Croc. Yep. Uh, we got Diablo. Cap- Diablo. Captain Boomerang. Uh, Slipknot. Katana. Yeah. Katana, Katana and Slip sli- Slipknot. Slipknot and Enchantress. Yes. Well, Enchantress. Do you know? I'm just curious. Do you know any of those characters, Lando? Yeah, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though. Um, Enchantress is not going to be a member of the squad. Oh. Okay. I've actually just read a storyline today. Um, Enchantress is going to actually be their uh, villain. Oh, okay. So she right. is kind of taking over the world, and they're going to have to go. Oh, and you forgot Deadshot. Oh, um, damn! I forgot. I forgot Deadshot. You forgot Will Smith, who looks and goes. Oh, I guess we some kind of Suicide Squad, ain't we? He he delivers. He the... said the title. Oh, he said the title oh. and the name. And I love that. You forgot about. Um, oh my God! You uh, Rick Flag. You forgot Rick Flag. Rick Flag. Basically, Duke from. G.I. Joe. Um, but, you know, it's the other thing, too, is the mis- the mystery role. We've got Kyle Eastwood 
in this role, and we don't know who. He oh, we don't is. know. Yeah, we don't know who he's playing. Rumor has it is that he's playing Slade Wilson or uh, Deathstroke, or he's Dick Grayson, and he's Nightwing in disguise. Batman wants him infiltrated into Belrev, but basically, um, there's going to be a two bad guy part of this. Like I said, with Enchantress. However, there's an outside factor, and that factor is, of course, what everybody's seeing. Jared Leto is playing the Joker. And basically what they've been saying is Jared Leto has one obligation and one thing that he wants to do, and that is to get Harley. So basically he's coming after the team to get Harley, and then Enchantress is, you know, they're trying to stop her. It's a three-way attack. Ah, it's a three-way. It's a three-way. <laughs> Uh, that's a callback. Go, go yeah, watch, watch uh, like episode what, two. Episode, uh, watch episode uh, one or listen to episode one or two. So, um, but I, I'm excited for this. I, I really hope it doesn't suck. Uh, I am because I, I, I really want the. You know, here, here's here's the I deal. I want it to win. I, I want it to win. And and let me say this. Uh, I don't know if you if you know about this or not, but there tends to be some with some people in some circles a rivalry between Marvel fans. And DC fans, guys, we can get along. Y- you know what? Everybody wins. Yeah. You know, for the longest time, there's an article actually. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, uh, there was a while back I posted an article. And it said why it's okay. Why, why it's okay to yeah. to appreciate you know each other's companies and you know as I'm except Harley Quinn. I'm <laughs> I hate Harley I'm, Quinn. I'm I'm 37. I'm 37 years old. Going to be 38. And when I was when I was eight years old, it was not okay. To like comic no, books. Yeah. I mean, it really, you had to be... Those cl- were kind of those things that, like, you, like, hid in your dresser and you kind of not told your friends that you read them. You, you, you know? had to yeah. be closeted. I mean, yeah. I was a I was a closeted nerd. Uh, it was something that you when would... When did you come out? Uh, when did... Uh, I, I, in college. some ways, uh, yeah, I, I came out around college. Was kind of an exploratory is It was... It was <laughs> I, I, ex- I experimented, you know, a little bit with, you know, DC and, and Marvel and... But, but you know, guys... And I'm, and I'm speaking to not just you guys, but like the all universe. of my nerd, the universe, all the nerds, brethren. We won. Like the geeks won. Like there are fucking you know Captain America and Iron Man on on lunch boxes, and like yeah. you you can talk to yeah. anyone now. People know who Iron Man are. Yeah. We won the pop culture war. You know what's funny is Bill Gates said it best. It was always my favorite quote. And I used to, I actually use this in my yearbook growing up. Uh, my senior quote was. Be nice to nerds because in the future we're going to be your boss. Yeah, exactly. But even just building on that, Chris, it's it's that we won the culture You're wars, right we did. and we don't need to fight amongst ourselves. If you you know maybe you like Marvel, maybe I like DC more. It doesn't it matter. matter. It all comes from the same place, and we're all just united in this love of this thing. Yeah. And I, I see you shaking your head over there, Rando. I know you're not into as much <laughs> co- comic wow. books as as we are, but you enjoy science fiction, right? You enjoy elements of fantasy. You like you know you like those sorts of things. You know, they're all branches of the same tree, man. And it's like we we, we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't be putting each other down. How's yeah, that for how's brother. that for deep? Were, were people putting people down? Oh, on the internet, it people, was basically like gang wars. People what? rip each other to shred. If people like, for example, if people said they didn't like the movie, uh, you know, Batman v Superman, you had people posting on there, you know, fucking Marvel fanboy, I'm gonna come to your house and rape your mother. And it's like, yeah. oh my god, it's like, like Jesus, come. People, people freak out. It's just a movie. Yeah. It's just a movie. It's just a horrible, horrible movie. Well, but, but here's here's the thing. People you know, get so passionate but about what's, it. The problem is for me, is there there are certain characters now that are more popular and stuff like that. Some that you really wouldn't understand. Some that you don't get. And I'll tell you, as coming from a Things uh, you shouldn't understand. No, I'm sorry. Things. Dottie! <laughs> Dottie! There are things about me that you wouldn't understand. Things, things you, you couldn't understand. understand. Things. things I love it. Sh- <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry, man. I totally well, sidetracked anyway, you with that Pee Wee. But what I'm saying is, is like, we get these, these, I consider myself a classic fanboy. Mm-hmm. As do you. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. we're like you know, the original class. We're the OGs. We are the OGs. But we get these new people. But the problem is, is they're attracting towards these characters that I just can't stand. I really can't stand. Like Harley 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 Quinn. Quinn. I don't get it. 
I I loved Paul Dini's version. Mm-hmm. I loved her as his little hench wench. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cute for the cartoon. I mm-hmm. thought it was perfect. Mr. J. Right. Mr. Right. J. You got Mr. it. J. You got but, it, man. But later on, like all of a sudden, everyone now, like, oh my God, like Suicide Squad is about two people. That's it. It is about Harley Quinn and it is about the Joker. And that Harley Quinn, I, I, can't, I can't stand it. You I can't get, stand the costumes. You don't like it? I, I got pissed off at Megacon because there were like 365 Harley Quinns. And well, it's kind of like the slutty what, what, worst thing. Like I just for, for for women. To what do you be, dislike? You know, well, what do you dislike about the the character? It's it's a very weak character. It's you know not portrayed as well. I get she was a psychologist. I wanted to see more of that. But the thing is, is like in these comic books and in everything else, is it, all these girls who are are being attracted towards her. Like literally all of. Uh, we walked into Hot Topic. All their Suicide Squad section is a Harley Quinn section. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Is it surprising? Mm-hmm. But there are other cool characters. Captain Boomerang is one of my all-time favorite bad guys. And he's in this. And he's actually freaking cool because he's a drunk in this. And he's this angry Australian. He's basically Russell Crowe fighting around the world. And he's punching these people in the face and enjoying it. You've got Deadshot. Deadshot was a master assassin. You've got Killer Croc. You've got a guy who's a fucking crocodile. But are they as recognizable to the general public as if this, Harley Quinn is? If, 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 if this, this movie, movie is good, right, they will be. Harley Quinn is, I think, mo- just, like, you just asked me. You, who do you know? Yeah, I know you, Harley you know Quinn. Right. I don't know who anybody right. else is, you know? You know, and then, like you said, with Mutant side, what what's everybody, who's everybody being now on the on uh, the Marvel side? Uh, oh, uh, Deadpool. Duh. Everybody, do you, is that another character you, you dislike? He, he's, he was interesting to me. I get it. I like the fourth wall break. I get the slapstick, stuff like that. But after a while, I'm like, I fucking hate you. Really? You know? Huh. The movie was interesting to me, but Let, let me ask was... you this. Let me ask you this, though. You don't strike me, though, as someone who would hate on someone oh, else for not. liking that character. Absolutely not. I'll bust their balls about it. Right, you know, right. but good, you're not going to hate you. You like a New York State hooker, and you know a guy who looks like you know Freddy Krueger had sex with the topographical map of Utah. But if you're quoting the movie, I can't believe that you hate the I've, character I've that much. The, no, I, <laughs> see, the movie wasn't terrible because they didn't bring as much out as the comics did. For me, I look at Deadpool as kind of the way that you know they had these like little side characters that they threw around. He reminded me of, um, oh, DC had, had this character, uh, the freak. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? I think so. The, the, He's all yellow, the green hair, and he's kind of the creeper. The creeper. You're talking about the creeper. It's kind of the same fucking oh, it, thing. It reminds you of the but creeper. But he's like this side little character that's just bouncing off the walls and everything like that. And now all of a sudden, people are like, you know, we could make some money off of this. And now all of a sudden, these fanboys are like, I knew him before you. You know, I liked they, him before it was cool. You know what I mean? And you just get tired of it. I think that would make for an interesting show uh, if we we talk about what makes certain characters popular right. and how the trends have changed. No, I over, agree. Over I agree. Time. Because... I think I think we could do a whole show on that. Yeah. In fact, we will do a whole show on that. Agreed. Um, we're we're running really up against time as as I look at we're at an hour and one one minute. Uh, right. So much for the half hour show. So a, as we conclude with Toy Box, I just want to do a, a quick plug for for something that uh, is is happening. Uh, you know, our our podcast is based in the Central Florida area, uh, and uh, if you ever have a chance to to be in the Orlando area and you're a nerd, I I have to tell you you have to go to the Artagon Mall because this is this is a nerd's mall. This is the mall. This is nerd. Mecca. Yeah. Uh, it really is. When, when, when Comic-Con's not in town, this is Nerd Mecca. This is where you go. Um, th- you've got so many cool things there. You've got probably one of the best, most amazing comic book stores I've ever been to. Yes. Gods and Monsters. Our friends at Gods and Monsters. Uh, Good you need, God, you guys. Go, go, go check out Gods and Monsters. They have a Facebook page. Go, go on online. Go into Google. Type in Gods and Monsters it, it, comic book store. It, it's incredible. But this Artagon Mall uh, has an attraction that's coming there in October. That's right. It's not. It's almost ready. Just in time for Halloween, Chris. I am really, really excited about this. And what is it? This this is a uh, sort of a adult laser tag interactive story. Are they going to be naked? I don't think so. Although that would make it adult. That would make it interesting too. Because no, not for that reason. Oh, more for gore. This is going to be a zombie attack 
uh, simulation. Oh. So it's called NYZ Orlando. So, so New York, New York zombies, zombies by way of Orlando. Uh, they have one of these in New York already. So if we have any listeners that are in New York and have been to one of these, I would love to, to please email in at uh, justusnerdspc at gmail.com and uh, let us know about the experience. But what, what this is basically, it's a maze. They're going to create a maze with a full-on storyline that you will play out. And, oh, wow. and this is the thing that's cool about it. It is like a live-action video game because you make choices while you're... Do you get keys to unlock doors? Yeah, and you, they... yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, they were telling me there's all these little nuances, all these little side missions that you can do, and depending on whether or not Where you, you do them, it affects the outcome of the story. But even, I think, the, even more cool than that, they're actually going to be coming out with a comic book, an original comic book, introducing you to kind of the mythos of oh, this world wow. so that it's really really cool um so it's you know we're this, gonna try to have these guys on the show i know you were talking to them, I, so. I yeah as it gets closer to october I'd, I'd like to try to have them on the show to to talk about it i'm really excited for this this is one of those uh kind of uh you know indoor sort of simulated combat experiences they're also going to have uh sort of an arena so if you don't want to do the the maze zombie thing you can do kind of more of the adult laser tag but this sounds really really cool you can't see adult laser tag. You know, but... <laughs> you know kids are going to do it. Yeah, I know. Well, here's what I'm thinking, too. If you have the option to do indoor combat arena and, and, zombie and zombies maze? on the menu, you do zombie. Yeah. I mean, that's just always goes on. You zombie. do a Left for Dead, you know, just go and just wipe people out. Th- this is going to be really fun. So, uh, yeah, we hope to have these guys on the show, uh, you know, uh, you know, as it gets a little closer to the time. So, so I'm really excited about this. Here's the thing, too. Um, this is actually really interesting, is you're actually going to be armed with realistic gas recoil laser weapons. Um, so, uh, I mean, real deal, yeah. These, you're these... going to feel like everything, it's going to be the most immersive thing possible that's close to being in a zombie apocalypse. I saw a few of the videos that they've taken, and actually if you go on YouTube, you can look up NYZ and you can actually see some video footage uh, from their uh, one of their locations in, in New York, and uh, it, it looked really impressive. And they, they hire, here's the thing, they hire actors to play the zombies. Oh, so, so these at aren't this point, just... it's going to be the zombies from The Walking Dead at Universal Studios. They're going to come to this to make money on the side. Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, these aren't. They're not just hiring. You know, just you know, Joe Blow off the street. Hey, you. You want to be a zombie? All right, get in here. I'll I mean, give you a bottle of schnapps. No, they're going to have classically trained Shakespearean actors. I am a zombie. I want to eat thy brains. Now give me a best moan. Ooh. Oh, I felt that. I really oh, felt yes. that right in here. Good right job. Right in here. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited right. for this. So uh, that is about all the time that we have for today's show. Uh, you know, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you'll, again, take part in this conversation. We, we hope you'll comment on some of the things that you hear about. Uh, you can email, uh, email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Like us on YouTube. Like us on SoundCloud. Just like us everywhere you see us. Because we like you. We like you. You know what? You may not like us, but we like you. You know? Uh, Next time, uh, we're going to be doing... Chris and I, I think we may be spending an entire show talking about Paul Dini's graphic novel, Dark Knight, A True Batman Story. Guys, I I can't tell you... This is one of the best Batman stories that I've read in a long, long time. Um, And I, I would encourage you to go out and get a copy of it. Uh, we're going to be talking spoilers. We're going to be talking, uh, you know, this is going to be a thorough kind of analysis of, of yeah. this story. So it should, should be for a good time. Um, so uh, anyway, that, that's all the time that we have. Uh, you know, just remember, until next time, if there's too much weight, you lose power on the swing. And another! <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>